Alright, podcast, podcast, podcast. Any ideas? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You got any... Well, I mean... Hmm. We try and catch one. Yeah? Yeah. What? How, how, I've, I've never tried that. How do, you, how do you catch a podcast? Well, I mean, I guess you'd need some kind of bait. What, like some things we'd played? Maybe some things we played, yeah. maybe some things we've watched and listened to. Yeah. What I was really thinking of, though, is if we take just like a jar of Nutella mm. and we loosen the lid, right? Yeah. And we just leave a teaspoon next to it. Right. Like a long handled one so they can get right down the bottom. Right. Are you trying to catch a podcast or are you trying to catch me? <laughs> I'm always trying to catch you. <laughs> right, so we've got the big the, the Nutella and the big spoon. Uh, and then we get uh, a box of some sort. Right. And we tie a bit of string to the yeah. end of the spoon. Right. And then when they pick up the spoon, it pulls the, the stick and the, the box comes down and they're captured. Well, I mean, but he... also they have a big jar of Nutella and a spoon. Well, look, I don't know if that's going to catch a podcast, but if you do that near where the microphone is, you'll probably catch me, and that will make me do a podcast. I think, I mean, I think that's just as good. Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Magnetdale. And I'm not Jane Aris Magnetdale. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. You sound like a sleepy bean. I'm a sleepy bean. I went for a long weekend away and then I was like, oh, I'll have a nap before quips. You know, I'll have a good old rest. Mm. Oops. Turns out it's the first night at Gamescom. I gotta do a two hour live stream and then do a late quips. You, you did style that out beautifully though. Hey, Laura, are you gonna be doing the, the Gamescom thing? Y- yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just I'm gonna be on that. To style it out more, the tweet I received was, I assume you'll be doing a Gamescom stream tonight, but I thought I'd check. Y- yes. Yes. I, of yep, course yep, I knew yep, about that. Yep, definitely, I definitely hadn't forgotten. I definitely didn't forget to schedule Gamescom on my calendar. What? I knew it was Gamescom. Mm. So it's like, it's a couple of hours later than we usually record quips, but yeah. we're here. We are here. We're two queer trans ladies ready to talk about the things we've played and watched yeah. and listened to. This is Quips After Dark now. I mean, hi and welcome to Quips After. In dark. winter, it's always Quips After, after Dark, true. but for summer, this is the first we've recorded at After Dark in a mm. while. So, what have you played this week? Uh, not a lot. It's been not been a very played heavy week. I'll be Same. honest. Same because you weren't here, so I decided to work all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> There's no one to distract me from the world, so I'm just going to sit here and edit. Oh, in that case, hours and hours of video. I I've played some. Uh, Vampire Survivors with the new update. Yep. Um, I keep walking into the room and going, I thought you'd broken this game as much as was physically possible, but it's 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 more broken this time. It looks glorious. You're not even holding the controller. Oh, you've had to turn off you've had to turn off the numbers because the numbers make your powerful gaming PC lag on this <laughs> pixel art game because there's so much occurring. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Vampire Survivors for you, huh? Yep. Yep. I no, need to I've, get... I've been doing runs where I get like seven million gold at a time. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to farm eggs. I'm excited to get back into this. It's I've cleared one of the things off my list that was on the list. It's literally just Xenoblade Three. I've got to finish okay. now before I jump what was into. The other thing? 
uh, Cult of the Lamb, uh, which I'll talk about in a second when we're ready. Um, yeah, so Queen Sigma, good new character, awesome. I'm very glad that, uh, despite the internet being very upset, I'm glad that that, uh, that the Vampire Survivors is quote-unquote going woke. <gasps> One black woman character. Whoa! I mean, there are, apparently there are three black characters in the game. <gasps> One I mean, that the... is black and a woman at the same time. Yes, what? and the queen, <gasps> and has the most powerful weapon in the game, and is the most broken and powerful character in the game, and got uh, an, an, an animated uh, intro. <gasps> How are oh, the the wokeness? So, oh, such wokeness! Actually, they seem they, they look fun as fuck. To they play are fun as, as fuck yeah. to play as. Gosh, can you imagine if they made some of the characters trans or queer? <gasps> oh, that would just oh, that, that would that would break the internet that somewhat. Would probably break the internet. Uh. But yeah, I'm I'm still enjoying it. I'm waiting for an, a new update where there are actually things to unlock. And I keep thinking, you know, maybe I'll just I'll just wipe my save and start again. Well, maybe. We'll see how long it takes me to get back to our area. Well, you know all the things for unlocking now. You you know the pathway, so... Yeah, I mean, I know all the combinations, which yeah. certainly helps. But I, I kind of wish that game had profiles, so I could just start yeah. a new profile well, and still be able to flick back what, to it. I might you, see you, if I can save my What you data. can probably do is just go into your local files in Steam, yeah. find the save copy it, it somewhere and yeah. start a new save and then just copy it back in maybe there's probably a thing you can google that will tell you where to find the save probable but it would be nice if it had a convenient in-game just, just start a new profile right yeah well then tell us about the cult of the lamb that you are now the um, lamb cultiest of so i have quote unquote finished cult of the lamb now right. i have finished a playthrough where i beat what is ostensibly the final boss and in theory, I could keep going. Um, the game doesn't, like, here, here, credits have rolled, game is over. Um, I know there are a lot of things I still haven't done. Um, oh, yeah. But I have beaten all of the four main worlds and then done the thing that comes after that. Yeah. Um, and, like, I very much enjoyed my about 25 hours to, to, to get to that point on a playthrough. Have you managed to organically unlock all of the um, scenery stuff? I'm still unlocking some of that. Okay. Like some of the areas you can go to, where there's like, hey, you can buy extra cut tarot cards, mm -hmm, buy extra mm -hmm. flooring pieces, um, buy extra decoration types. I've not done some of those okay. things, but like, I, for example, I beat the dice rolling game against all of the uh, the yeah. NPCs yeah. available for that. Yeah. I did several of the quest lines. Like I did, I think I've done the full quest line with the mushroom person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that game. Mm -hmm. I I know some people will complain about its its length, but like, yeah. here's where I'm at with it. I played a good twenty, maybe twenty five hours on this playthrough, and I have another playthrough that's about ten hours deep that I kind of want to do more with. And also, I kind of want to restart now that I know where it's going, and like, do a playthrough where I'm building based on knowing where the upgrade trees go and what to mm. prioritize and that sort of thing. Um, and the playthrough I did on stream. I kind of want to continue with off-stream, uh, just plod along with unlocking all of the various things that are to unlock. Hmm. I like the um, I like the roguelike gameplay enough that I will probably just keep dropping, popping back into this to play more of that. Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, because of the fact that I have the um, make everyone's happiness stay at maximum for a few days by yeah. giving them mushrooms and make them not be hungry for a few days mm -hmm. by fasting... That means that I can generally load up the game and go, 
look, are those available? Cool, go do some dungeon runs. Yeah. It's not too hard to get to a game state where I can just dungeon run for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's adorable, it's charming, mm-hmm. it is not overwhelming in the level of, like, farm management you have to do to get to the end of it. Yeah. Um, the fact that you can delegate some of the farming as yeah. you move on. It's... It is simultaneously a simpler game than I feared it might... Uh, simpler game than I feared it might be. I thought it might be more complex, but also more complex than I thought it would be. And I don't know how to reconcile okay. both of those being things, I think. Yeah. I very much enjoy it. I think it's a fantastic little game that deserves all the uh, attention it's getting, I think. Yay! Um... What about you? You played anything else this week? Uh, well, I was going to mention a couple more things about um, Cult of the Lamb, really, because uh, yeah. I, I, I got to the last boss. I yes. got one phase away from finishing it, and you didn't retry it because of a thing that made it seem like there was going to be a heavy cost. It seemed to like there might be a heavy cost, and I didn't. Uh, I, I, didn't I under- assume. I understand why you thought that. I had the same fear. Um, you have since assuaged that fear, yep. so you know I'm going to probably. Go and bash that out at some point. Like you were very, from what I can tell, you were very close to beating it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got the suspicion I was probably very close to beating it, so I will give it another try. It's, um, it's a fun spectacle that last yeah, fight. It is, it is. Um, I enjoyed the fact that I kind of organically unlocked pretty much all of the cosmetic stuff. Yeah. At the like, at the like, I got almost to the end at the point where I was ready to go and defeat the final boss. Yeah. I had all but two of the tarot cards unlocked. Yeah, uh, that included buying some. Um, I got to a point where because I'd maxed out my devotion tree, yeah. I was just getting gold, gold, gold for gold, stuff, gold, gold, gold. Yeah. which made so all a lot of things so much easier. I I reached the same point just before going to that boss. I also like the fact that I could just give. Um, gold to all of my people as yes. one of the rituals. That was I really can make helpful. you happy by just dividing up the wealth. Yay! Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely makes the the post game easier to manage if you just want to do the dungeon runs. Yeah. Um, and I probably would have been similar on the clearing out the collectibles, the cosmetics, the um, the tarot cards. If not for the fact that I was kind of trying to finish on, I, I was doing this playthrough on stream, and I wanted to finish. I probably could have gone longer, but I mm. wanted to finish on that particular stream yeah, because yeah, I have yeah. other games I want to move on to yeah, soon. That's fair. No, which that's is totally sometimes fair. how these things go, but yeah. It's a really good game, and I can't yeah. understand the kind of people who've been sitting around going, oh, it's only about 30 hours long. I, you know just, what? Just, I've done, yeah. I've been out for days that have cost more and been less than 30 hours long. Exactly. I'm like, look, if I can get 20 or 30 hours of a game done and go, I feel like I had a good, solid experience where I felt like I got, like, I had a complete time for that kind of money. Perfect. I don't want every video game to be 100 hours. Yeah, I've spent more time going to the yeah. cinema. Exactly. And had a less good time. Indeed. It's like, you know, there's money, go, it costs a lot of money to go out and do things. So yeah. if you can go, what was it, like 16 quid for Call of the Lamb? Something like that, yeah. Some 16, 17 quid for Call of the Lamb, and it's 30 hours long. Good, you've yeah. got 30 hours of entertainment. Indeed, and it's it was good, solid entertainment that didn't outstay its welcome. Yeah. It didn't it didn't have a lot of filler in it. It 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 is exactly the length I think it should have been. They have talked about having free updates. Yeah. The only gripe I had at all with it was the fact that I every time I wanted to play it on stream, <laughs> there was a problem with the Twitch integration system. Yeah. 
Which is a real shame because I was streaming it yeah. at very similar times to you and just managing to dodge yeah. the Twitch integration issues. Like the first time I couldn't get it to do anything at all. The second yeah. time people could only um, do totem stuff. They couldn't actually come in and... and... Yeah, they couldn't join the Twitch raffle. Yeah. yeah. So I'd set it up and everyone's going, it's not doing anything on my end. But they, were, the same people were perfectly able to donate to the totem. Yeah. Um, so that felt kind of weird. But yeah, I guess. I'm sorry that you had that it's experience. It's okay. But uh, uh, who knows? By this week's stream, it might all be sorted. Um, from what I can tell, it seems fairly stable now. Yay! What else have you been playing? Oh, well, I did a couple of, um, I guess they would go in the playing section things. I went to a convention this past weekend. I went to Kitacon in Warwick. Uh... And there's a couple of things that I did there that I will put in the played section, question mark. Um, I went to a panel called the Spousu Generation Game. Right. Um, so Spousu as a term here came out of a previous time this game was played where one of the questions in it was, what is the gen- gender neutral term for waifu or husbando? And the most popular answer was Spousu. Right. Um, so this is basically um, Family Fortunes or Family Feud, where you have like a survey done and people try and guess what's the most popular answer on the board for a given question. But all the survey was done on people's phones at an anime con. Yes. And then it's people at an so anime con. bullshit. Yeah, coming Yay. down in like teams of three or four on either side, trying to like go back and forth guessing the most popular answer on the board. The gimmick here being... Each of the questions, whatever the top answer was on the board, would contribute to building the spouse at the end. Uh, right. Like So every time it'd be like, uh, which Smash Brothers character is the most smashable? I think Bayonetta was the top answer. So our base character was Bayonetta. And then it'd right. be like, um, you're, on, you're in a beach episode of an anime. What do you do? Uh, most popular answer, go swimming. Bayonetta's now wearing pool floaties and a flotation oh. ring. Um, and each of the questions was just adding to... Uh, here is your algorithmically produced perfect spouse. <laughs> uh, it was a really fun gimmick for a panel. Yeah. Um, it was hosted by, I forget the second host name, but one of them was Tab Kimpton, who I, oh, I've yeah, seen yeah. do panels and stuff before. The The two of them had very good game show host energy. Um, yeah, I can imagine Tab as a yeah, game show host. So that, that was a very fun one. Um, the other one I will quickly do in the played section was um, a panel at Kitacon called it was fucking one of yous. It was fucking one of yous. It was fucking one of yous. Um, named after a a video where... I, I, I don't know the context of that video, but I've seen it written down and it's like, I, knew, yeah. I know exactly which accent so that is. The context is it was a video that was popular on Vine for a while. Okay. Um, where some some children are trying to like record something on a webcam in front of their computer together and their mother walks in and just shouts... Ooh, which one of you has done a shite in the toilet and not flushed it? And the children are like, wasn't me. Well, it was fucking one of you. It was fucking one of you. And it's, that, that was the uh, the name of the panel, but it was it was a murder mystery. It was a live murder mystery. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. <laughs> um, And the way it was done is that there were live actors around a room who were all playing various parts. You had the police officer, you had a um okay. member of the uh, university faculty, you had a, um, a Gundam collecting drunk in the corner, and there their rival, you had a person who'd been drawing anime smut in the corner, and all of them had varying clues towards this murder that had gone down. Right. Um, and the, I, I think they did a very impressive job of handling doing this as like a mass group thing at an anime con. Mm. They got people to queue up in groups of like 
approximately five people. Um, and they would bring you in one at a time to have like an intro talk and tell you who all the characters were. And there were enough characters to be talking with that while one group was talking to one, you could be talking to another okay. and like be working through the project. And okay. despite the fact that one of the people was giving an incorrect red herring piece of information they weren't supposed to because they misunderstood something on their character sheet, um, we managed to solve the murder. We Yay. had a very good time running around. Um, our primary um, method of solving the murder was um, one of our character. One of one of our group of friends was uh, cosplaying a character who had a jar of uh, eyeballs. Uh-huh. So she would just run up to these people in the murder investigation and go, "Do you want your eyes to join the ones in the jar? What do you know?" <laughs> um, okay, which was surprisingly effective. I can imagine at, uh, throwing throwing murderers off their uh, off their. Their murder game. Their murder game. Oh, oh, I'm unsettled. Mm, I can imagine. Um, what about you? Have you played anything else this week? Out of interest was the one with the eyeballs. Who I think it probably was the most goblin of our group. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> them being them. Excellent. Yeah. Well done. Good. Um, More of that. Yeah. You played anything else this week? Um, yes, I've dived back into Dead Cells a bit. I saw After that. editing your video about assist mode, I was yes. like, you know what, I'm going to have a look at that. Yeah. Because, um, so story went, you logged into your Nintendo account on my Switch. Yes. I used that as an excuse to play Dead Cells a bunch. Yeah. And then at some point you became logged out of my Switch and I could not play Dead Cells anymore. I need... It, it, at some point just hand me your Switch. I will re-log <laughs> in so you can play a bunch of my games. And the problem has been... it. I, I then went just went and bought it on Steam. Yeah. And I played it on stream and chat were kind of mean to me. They did all... Oh, did you the, have stream integration? I had stream integration because I thought it would be fun to just have a nice streaming integration yeah. thing. And they picked... Horrible things for me, and oh, I struggled no. and died a lot. And <laughs> no, I I, lo- I love the sexy potato squad. They're very good. Come and along and join us at twitch.tv slash janiexjnuiac on Thursday nights at around seven thirty UK time. Anyway, <laughs> promotion, promotion, promotion. Um, yeah. So you'd mentioned the whole assist mode thing. I thought yeah. I would give that a little look. I still feel like there is. I don't know. I don't know if it's just my controller or what, but it just feels slightly less responsive on PC. Okay. And like, I feel like it's it's taking slightly longer for yeah things to happen and do. I don't know if that's just my controller because I've had weirdness with my controller since I got it. Mm. Sometimes I'll just be lying on the couch, which is not that far away, yeah. and it'll just be like, "No, I've disconnected from the, huh. from the, from the, from the, uh, the, from the wireless connection." I'm sorry, I can't help you. It's like, no, please, I just want to play the video the game. Ah, um, yeah. So I've been enjoying it. I've t- I've turned down the difficulty a bit. I've uh, adjusted some things with like traps and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's been nice to just sort of go through a bit because there's some new content now. Yeah. Um, some problems with the DLC though. 
Yeah. Some problems with the DLC. Yeah. So I don't have all of the DLC. Yes, and there are doorways that you'll try and go to, and it's like, no, no. But worse than that. Yeah. Much worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To get to those doors you have that to go are up the very lengthy uh, elevator, is it? You have to go up. Yeah. No, you have to go up a big thing. Yeah. But the way to get up there is to stand on these plant things. Oh, which yes. do you damage and then fire you upwards. Oh, yes. I don't know if there's yeah. a way of avoiding the damage to be fired upwards. But as far as I could tell, you have to take a bit of damage and be propelled upwards. Mm. You have to do this three or four times. So by the time you get to the top, you've lost about <laughs> half your health. And then it's like, yeah. buy the DLC to get through this door. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah. That feels shitty. A little bit. Also, this is the first time I've seen armors in the game. Oh, yes. This is also the first time I've seen, like, lots of integration with other video games. Yeah. Like, I've now got, like, the Hollow Knight needle. I found, like, a Hollow Knight um, yeah. chair. Uh, or the, the bench, rather. I found the um, the Half-Life uh, uh, HEV suit mm, yes. and the crowbar item to unlock. Mm. Um, I found, like, a bunch of other random armors to unlock. Mm. It's it, there seems like there's been a lot to change. There's like a, a whole cosmetic area to fuck around in. Yeah. There's a custom mode so you can turn off things that you've unlocked that you don't actually want to play with, which I really appreciate. Yes, I really appreciate that that is an option. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, because like the, my first, my first couple of games, both on the Switch and on PC. Mm. Where I will just unlock things as I get them and it feels yeah. nice to progress a bit. And then eventually going, oh no, don't do progress. Yeah. Don't unlock the things because then you'll have unlocked them and they'll be they'll be messing around in your pool of things and it'll be so Indeed. much more difficult. It, it really is a game where it's like you've got to do the one playthrough where you unlock everything to find out what you like and don't like and then restart and only unlock the things you know you like. Yeah, so it's nice that custom mode exists now. Yes. Oh, but yes, it's it's been nice to go back to a bit of Dead Cells, even if I'm not very good at it. Yeah. Um, I will persist, and maybe I will get better at it. Who knows? But um, I will stick to playing that off stream. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, have you played anything else? Um, only other thing I played, which I'll briefly mention, which we've talked about before, is the uh, Bureau of Balance uh, sort of box of board game that is essentially run a little tabletop campaign without much planning. Oh yes. Um ran some of that yeah. at the convention. Um that continues to be a fairly effective way to get people who don't know about stats and uh are a bit hesitant to get involved in narrative telling. Yeah. To sort of open up and play story. We told a story about an incel piss wizard. I see. Yeah, the villain we had to fight was an incel um Trying, trying to steal a hoard of gold to move out of mum's basement who attacked using frozen piss magic. Okay, is this where the piss popsicles and fry, uh, deep fried foreskin came in? I mean, those came first and then the piss wizard happened. Right, the I piss see. wizard came after those. Sometimes that's sometimes you just got to fight a piss wizard. Yes, me, leaving my wife to have a lovely time at a convention. One evening, randomly getting messages going, so 
Would you rather eat a piss popsicle or a, or a, or a foreskin that was cooked like an onion ring? <laughs> this was at like one in the morning, I was think. Was it? Wow. It was at like one in the morning. Like, I'm drunkenly... Time had no meaning. Like... I was drunkenly walking back to the hotel with friends being like, oh, yeah, it was... someone suggested asking you. I was like, oh, we should ask Jane. Would you I rather? feel like I know what Jane will answer, but we should ask. <laughs> you were wrong, man. I was surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> I I was very surprised because <laughs> in my case it was like being there done that I want the other one <laughs> and now listener you can question which of those I have done <laughs> well um yeah so uh, is that everything I think that's everything I've played this week well then <gasps> time for this right right so so uh we have had a big merger recently so we need to think about maybe. Some changes to the brand. Yeah, some ways to sort of uh, solidify what we as a combined brand are about. Forget yeah. the old individual brand. Yeah. What is the first foot forward we want to do to go, hey, this is what the merger means. This is why you should love that the merger happened. Right. So I think the first thing we do is we take uh, two main channels and we uh, arbitrarily assign them binary gender. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. You, you know, you, you can't have uh, content that is, uh, you know, for, for, for uh, a broad audience. Everything's yeah. got to be for boys or girls. And uh, if, it, if it doesn't test well with them and only them, we delete it. Absolutely. Completely delete it. If it's something, you know, a little bit fruity or weird, we just get rid of it. Yeah, well, I mean, look... And when I say get rid of it, we get rid of it. Well, I, yeah, of course, you know, uh, any anything that's, you know highly popular and people care deeply about yeah but, but if though it, yeah that's fine yeah. but if the if, that that spreads across the, yeah. the gender binary if, spectrum if that i've decided people, if people of both genders of the binary of two, the two binary genders yeah, yeah. Uh, or you know people who are older than the age we say it's designed for like it then um gone delete it not not delete all traits uh, cartoons are for children yeah if, if you are for, if you are one older, type of child or the exactly. other binary you, type of child if you are older than 14 and not the correct type of binary child and you watch it we will delete it from existence we'll delete yeah. every tweet that's ever mentioned it existed yeah. we will uh yeah we we will should we should we warn the uh the creators before nah nah no and what we should do right we should delete it off like on on not only all of our storefronts but also like our personal backup copies on our our, our archive servers Uh, and not only that i want us to go through and individually write like individual numbers over the top of where that data used to be within our system so that it cannot be retrieved in any way i i want to make sure that we uh we we buy up every DVD possible that ever got produced and yeah. we buy them up to destroy them. Yeah. We don't want anyone ever watching we that. We issue because... a recall. We tell people that uh, it is illegal to hold these now. Yeah. And uh, we, we stop that. No, yeah, exactly. That because anymore. they tested too broadly on the demographics, yeah. despite being critically yeah. acclaimed. I think this is a good foot forward. I think it will show that we know what we're doing. Yeah. All right. Now, just to check on these stocks and see how we're... Uh, I did not uh, know th- this. This is upside down, right? No, no, no. I did not no, know. I did wow. not. I did not know a number could go that low. Uh, I mean, look, that counter is just spinning down. It is just it's, it's, it's in it's, free fall. It's, huh? it's it's like watching someone bungee jump. Except yeah, they're not except coming back up. It does not uh, seem to be bouncing. They bungee jumped without a rope, I think. Yeah, they. No, uh, wow, no. wow. Um, um, 
I mean, I'm out of ideas because I thought that yeah. was the best thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what if we delete all the content about that movie? Oh, I reckon that'll turn into a Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. made by non-white people and it's got a, a non-man in the hero position. Yeah. So we just get rid of it, right? Fantastic idea. Let's get it done. I'm sure That's we'll bound bounce that any moment. Oh, hey, are you that, um, oh, that, uh, the, from the Timber, the, the Jack Skellington? Oh, um, oh, hi, um. I love your costume, uh, oh, it's so good. Thank you, uh, sorry, I'm just on the way to a convention. Um, not, not quite Jack Skellington, uh, yeah. different, different fictional skeleton, but, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, so I, I am from a, I, I, I'm playing, I'm dressed as a character called Sans, who is a pun-loving skeleton from an indie video game who seems very light-hearted and very likable but also is incredibly vicious and murderous if you happen to play the oh. game on a genocidal uh pl oh. playthrough um oh um so, so, um how do i how do i say okay yeah i'm jack skellington i'm jack skellington uh-huh from the from the from the movie don't remember genocide and i'm just gonna go i uh, uh you Probably skipped the end credits scene. So, <sighs> what have you put in your mm, eyes? I guess would be the um, first one. Well, it's it's been a, it's been a weird week for putting things in my eyes because I've been traveling. So it's been a lot yeah. of like things I saw out in the world this week. Yeah, I mean, you saw out in the world your book. I did. That's available. Me and my dysphoria monster. It's out now. It's the illustrated children's book. Yeah. I've been seeing lots of tweets of people getting theirs, and it's so far. I've not seen anyone say say anything mean and or not like it who bought it and everyone seems to be liking it and it's thinking been it's lovely. good. I've had some very emotionally. I mean, you got that one super positive uh, Amazon review. <laughs> yeah. Bloody trans. Bloody trans. <laughs> Which I think is you know <laughs> upset a right winger. Good yeah. ding. I instant purchase. I I have been. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of very sweet personal messages from people who the book has had exactly the impact I had hoped it would in terms of people going, hey, I have young relative, I would like to understand what I'm going through. They re I read it with them, they understand now, and emotional moment happened. I'm like, oh, Aww. fuck. Hey. So that, that's, that's the thing that I saw out in the world this week. What about you? What are you seeing? <laughs> uh, I have been watching a bunch of stuff on the Gaming News channel. I will rattle off the list of things I have watched. So I watched a nearly two-hour documentary about the complete history of Silent Hill 1. Yeah. A nearly two-hour documentary about the history of Silent Hill 2. Yeah. How a failure became a classic. Mm-hmm. Didn't realise that had been a failure at the time. Yeah. Uh, and the real ghost stories of Fatal Frame, which is about 45 minutes long, I think. Nice. Gosh, some things happened during the making of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like... Um, people being attacked by ghosts in the office. Oh. Like, I am not a believer in, in that sort of supernatural stuff at all. But, like, when you've got a whole office full of people going, yeah, so I was sitting there late at night and I could hear typing on a keyboard. And when I got up and moved around to where it was, it stopped. But then when I sat down and went back to work yeah. again, I could hear typing again. Um, some person during the day going, yeah, I, I felt like someone grabbed me by the back of the hair and pulled me to my feet. Yeah. But there was no one around. Yeah, occasion, look, I'm not a believer myself, but there are certain stories of the creation of certain pieces of media where I'm like, oh, that was, oh, that piece of media was fucking haunted. 
And it's always Japan as well. I mean, the only non-Japanese example I can think of is the fucking, uh, the stuff that went down with uh, the well, uh, the Black Parade album. Um, they went and recorded that, al- wrote and recorded that album in a notorious haunted house. That nearly um, killed them, didn't it? Yeah, a lot of shit went down in there. There was a there was a period of time where uh, Gerard Way went a little bit, little bit lost it and was um, hearing voices and watch and uh, having hallucinations of Joan of Arc burning at the stake. Oh. Um, the beginning of the song "Sleep," as it happens, where he's talking about yeah. seeing uh, the people that I love dying and. Yeah. Uh, hear, hearing voices that is legitimately Gerard Way talking about the night terrors he's experiencing while in that house wow. yeah sometimes I see flames in the people that I love dying wow. yeah that house that house did some shit to them yeah, yeah. Uh, th- th- this story just gets wackier and wackier like apparently the main like writer for it they keep, they just come to him with questions like so what what how will we design the ghosts? Oh it's okay, I'll just use the ones from my dreams. <laughs> uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Um so you you see ghosts? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I see ghosts. And are there any ghosts here now? Well I mean I wouldn't call it a ghost, but there's a black thing up in that corner, like a black <laughs> mist up in that corner, and later that afternoon the fucking ceiling collapsed in that oh. corner. Just like um <laughs> Apparently at one point he realised that um, uh, there, there kept being this bad smell from the yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he realised that uh, spraying Febreze seemed to stop the haunting for a while. So put out a company memo going, if you're getting, if you're having trouble with the ghost, just spray some Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> so it became a bit known briefly as the Febreze Ghostbuster. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like... The design of the house apparently was all from a dream. Design for the ghost, the idea for the camera obscure, all came from a dream. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently in Japan there is a it's a common practice for if you're going to do anything involving spirits, yeah, you have a cleansing of the studio before they do it. They didn't do that for the first two photo frame games. Uh-huh. But they did for the third one. Which is maybe why the third one isn't as good. <laughs> That's just my thought anyway. But, um... Yeah, it seems like they had a wild time making those games. Well. Um, and as somebody who really enjoys, especially, like, the the first and second Fatal Frame games. That, that does sound like a fascinating uh, journey. I don't know anything about this creator other than that, but I have enjoyed the, the Silent Hill and Fatal Frame content. What about you? What have you put in your eye needs? Um, well, I, I was going to talk about something else, but on the, the topic of lengthy YouTube documentary type videos... Oh yes, how's the uh, Lost Kid going? <laughs> so, last week, uh, on last week's episode I mentioned I was about two-thirds of the way through watching a six and a half hour long uh, documentary about seasons two and three of Lost uh, on the YouTube channel Billiam. And I mentioned offhandedly that I'd realised it seemed like there was a previous documentary I hadn't seen. Um, so yeah, there's like a two hour documentary just about season one of Lost on the Billiam YouTube channel called Lost. Lost was weird. A show no one wanted to make. Um, but it's just about season one. Okay. And it digs a bunch into the making of the first scenes of the show. And some of it is about like the, the, the fact that that show went through some weird creative decisions. Um, it was only ever initially meant to be like, the pilot got greenlit 
because one executive, it was his pet project that no one wanted to to, to greenlight. No one thought it would go anywhere. And then that's the executive that vanished during a reshuffle or something. I'm guessing. Um, no, no, no. It was it was a case of like he just like kept kept bullying every writer that was on staff at the company, going, "One of you, I want one of you to make my pilot for me." And eventually they were like, "Okay, we'll make your pilot for you." And it performed so well. It was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. We have to make this thing." Okay. Um. There's a lot of really interesting stuff in here about like the um the the casting that was going on for season one and some of the decisions that like initially were gonna be things about season one that got retconned later. Um Jack, the main character, was gonna die in the pilot originally. Um and just that was a th- they changed their mind because of how much they liked his performance on screen and I was gonna say, went to, I mean to go with spoilers it. for the last episode. Yeah, well but, yes. um I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably just um, ascend bodily or something. Uh, but like, apparently the whole shooting for that pilot was like really hit the ground running. Um, they started filming the pilot and still hadn't cast Kate. Like they didn't know who's going to play Kate yet. Um, but like, there's a lot of really interesting interviews in this, this documentary that go into like a lot of the way that it was um, cast and from the fact that like it was a pilot that they didn't expect to do nearly as well as it did and didn't expect to get picked up uh-huh. meant that like a lot of the season one character stories were developed in collaboration with the actors playing them going, okay, how do you view the character you're playing? Like, wh- where would you like the direction to go? And like having a lot of back and forth with them. Uh-huh. Uh, there's some really nice stuff about... Um, particularly like um i really enjoyed some of the stuff in there about uh jin and sun uh the two korean characters um talking about like some concerns they had initially about like uh, are we just going to be typecast are we going to be expected to carry representation for an entire nation of people and the uh showrunners being really respectful of that and being very like open to listening to any concerns and making sure plot lines Aww. didn't um didn't reinforce any stereotypes that like that they wouldn't be comfortable with and that sort of directing where later storylines went and yeah it's just a really nice combination recap of season one's plot slash look into the behind the scenes of how it was all made slash uh look at the changing landscape of that show as it developed through its first season um a lot of stuff like the fact that um, Walt leaves the the island. Uh, there's there's some like looking forward to other stuff like Walt uh, being kidnapped and only appearing at the, in one episode in the end of season two, is because he was aging too fast and they realized oh. they'd cast a child and gone, oh fuck! At the pace we're recording this show, he's meant to have been on this island for like three weeks and he's it's it's been like a year and a half and mm. very quickly going. Um, he's going to escape with his dad and we're going to show him in one shot from a distance that we were <laughs> that they recorded. Uh, the very first thing they recorded of season two was the final episode of season two where Walt is very yeah. briefly seen going away on the boat to mitigate how much he would have wow. appeared to age yeah, yeah. by the time that episode went up. Oof. Um, that makes sense. But yeah. Oh. Yeah, if you are if you're in the mood for just like a really for a neat, very deep dive on Lost, uh the YouTube channel Billiam has I guess about eight and a half hours so far of Lost documentary, and that's only seasons one, two, and three of the show. That's a lot of Lost. Yeah. Uh, what about you? You watched anything else this week? That's pretty much it, really. I um, mean, that's a lot of content. Yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of panels at Kitacon, but I, I won't dig into all of those. I will mention one other thing I saw this week. 
Um, I went on an impromptu visit to the Pokemon uh, Pokemon World Championships that were you happening did? in London, mainly as an excuse to ride the Pokemon cable cast that were in London. Um, which well, was... I mean, the cable cars are always there. They just decorated them. Yeah, they decorated them with with, with Pokemon designs, and yeah. they had like little boards in them that were like going to Route Two One Two in Hoenn, mm. and where like departure boards for Pokemon locations, yeah. and fake billboards that advertised uh, like Ah, here's a Weezing branded perfume, and here's a Pokemon radio station, and here's a Jigglypuff uh, concert that's happening. I'm not sure I want a Weezing brand perfume. <laughs> I neither do I, neither do I, but it was it was a thing that existed. Oh, um, interesting! Because I've I've seen the cable cars before. I don't. Yeah. Where do they go? Is it just across the river? So they go from basically where the the O2 is. Yes. Um, over to like a two minute walk from XL. Right. Um, and they just they just go over the river. They just do one little journey that goes from O2 over to XL. Okay. And it's just nice little, nice little ride on a cable car. I've never ridden on those cable cars, and it was as good an excuse as any. There was Pokemon music playing. I've I've heard people talk about Ooh. having ridden them, but I was like, what for? What purpose? Do they just and go to that little island across the? They they just they just the they there. just go across they just go across the water and go down, and you have a nice little view of London, and, and yeah. But there was Pokemon music, and I got yeah. a little hat with the new Pokemon, the the new you duck, Quaxley, yeah, the new Quaxley. duck starter. Yeah. The, water, the first Pokemon that's ever gonna get game that's ever gonna get me to pick a not a fire type as my starter. Quaxley. They offered me a blue duck. Hello, How blue can duck. I say You're no? A blue duck. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. So I rode on a cable car that had pictures of Pokemon on it. Yay! Yay! Well, I think that's everything I've I've seen with my eyes this week. Well then. <laughs> Time for this. Oh, no, I've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you need a big, thick, soft tissue? Uh, um, uh, um, I, I don't want to say yes to that question. Don't you need a good, absorbent, heavy-duty... Uh, uh. Tissue. Um, I I wanna I wanna I wanna know what we're advertising before I say yes to this because that. Mm, um, me, I mean, maybe I I might do I I might do something that won't tear when you blow your nose into it. See that. I do need it for that purpose. That is what I need it for. But the way you're saying it makes me sound like I need it for something else. Yes, I need a thick, a, th- a, th- a thick, heavy duty tissue, but not for other reasons. I just, I didn't say any other reasons. Like, I, I look, very specifically said to blow your nose in. I know. The I was you... told to do it. In the, they paid me extra to do they the pay... voice. Why did they? Why did they want? Why did they want that? I don't question mm. the, the copy. No, look, I know, I know, I know. Don't question the copy. But mm, innocent reasons for wanting a soft, heavy-duty tissue. A soft, heavy-duty tissue. Large tissue. Large tissue. <laughs> girthy. <laughs> Why did they ask for us to say girthy? I just need to blow my nose. <laughs> Look, don't question the copy. I just write. I just read what the copy says in the I mean, voice they tell me to say. We've questioned the copy before. Yeah, but usually those ones are horrible. Okay, so uh, big, so thick, soft tissues. Dot all dot net. 
and enter the code Q and PS two two six. I think, as usual, I'm confused by the number. Mm. Time is an illusion. Time is an illusion. Episode numbers double is out. <laughs> <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Supremacy Software. Hi. Hi. So, cost-cutting measures. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been trying to, you know, cut corners, you know, not pay staff for stuff we don't yeah, have yeah, to pay them for. Yeah, you interns, know. interns, interns, interns. You know, exactly. Interns, interns, interns. But all the interns have been busy with all the bug fixing recently. Ugh. We didn't have any spare interns, so... Look, one of one of the uh, one of the one of the older executives, one of the one of the uh, the 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 elderly uh, guy in his nineties, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asked, uh, you know, he was a bit bored. He didn't have uh, he had a few hours before golf, and he said, "Hey, can I help write some of the uh, the uh, the the dialogue for the youth protagonist in that open world game we're doing?" And, sure, uh, why not? You I was know. like, "Yeah, that means us not having to pay anyone any money." So yeah, yeah sure. I mean, he already gets a salary, exactly, and, you know, right. and a bonus, yeah, and right, pension, go and go stock ahead. options. And... Yeah, go do a bunch of work we don't yeah. have to pay for. Sure, if you if you're trying to waste time until sure. uh, until golf, and uh, I think we fucked up. I think we fucked up big. How? Um, it in a in a. <sighs> In a big surprising move, the 90-year-old man does not know how to write youth lingo. He does not know how to write how how can young, that be like young he must teen have, characters like he's 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 in his nineties so he must have seen a lot of youths over the years so he must have understood a lot of how the youth speak. Well, I think it's a combination Logically. of assuming that uh, every youth speaks the way he did when he was a youth, combined with. Some stuff he heard maybe a fifteen years ago, uh, the kids saying, and he yeah. kind of mushed them together, and right. we have this weird combination of like nineteen thirties, nineteen forties youth lingo mashed up with t- mid two thousands youth lingo. It's weird. So he's reinvented chap hop. I may maybe um, he spent a lot of time talking about things being chill AF. Uh, I, I... Wait, do people not say that anymore? I mean, uh, look, from what I'm hearing from the focus groups, uh, they don't say that anymore. Um, apparently the I can has cheeseburger memes are a bit out of date at this point. Uh, apparently no one's using that format. Um, the, uh... I thought that was hella bitchin', but, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Philociraptor doing the sort of thinking post. No one does that anymore. What, what are... Wait, are you saying the sudden clarity Clarence is not in Sudden anymore? clarity Clarence is not how the youth uh, communicate anymore. Yeah, it's uh, my favorite meme. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, when we had the uh, the the uh, hot uh, the hot young protagonist say I made you a cookie but I eat it and apparently it did not land with the young people. But I mean that art- artist is still relevant. Wow, well that's what I that's what I thought, but uh, yeah. apparently, you know, uh, I I actually saw that artist on TikTok not three days ago. Well, uh, apparently not connecting with the youth. Uh, wow, I saw wow. Uh, I saw, antique meme now. Yeah, huh? uh, we we had the uh, the goth character uh, wearing the shirt that says "I'm only wearing black until they invent a darker color," yeah. and apparently that's uh, that's considered cringe at this. So point. what you're saying is we've literally hired Steve Buscemi. I. I mean, we have created a bit of a case of how do you do fellow teens. Well, I mean, that 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 was a popular meme, though, right? I mean... And that is still used, I believe. I mean, yes, but it's, it's not... It's an older meme, but it checks out. Yeah, it's an older meme, but it checks out. But it's not good when the meme is being pointed at us. It's a you're old and don't understand the youth 
Right, right. So, um... I'm gonna Google youth slang, and I'm, I'll fix this right up. You know, we'll have a patch by tomorrow, and I'm sure the first Googleable youth slang I find will probably be fine. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, uh, you get on that, I will BRB. Y YOLO. LMAO. Uh, ruffle Mao. Uh, the, the Ruffle Copter. Get on board uh, the Ruffle Copter. Get on board the Ruffle Copter. The youth will be happy any minute. You are a fucking genius. I know. Lol. So random. <laughs> What have you put in your ear meats? Oh, I put so much pop punk in my ears this oh, week. Oh, tell us about um, the pop punk. I was, uh, as I said before, I was at Kitacon this week. It's a, it's a convention with some good nightlife. And one of the evenings they had a pop punk night. And oh my God, there was so much pop punk. Um, everything ranging from the sort of like Mr. Brightside, very poppy end, up to some like Papa Roach, uh, you know. Cut my knife into more knives. This is my fractal sword. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up to the angry end of the pop punk spectrum, but it was mm -hmm. it was a lot of very sing-alongable tunes. Um, there was like four different MCR tracks played Ooh. throughout the night, um, which is like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I think we had "I'm Not Okay," "Teenagers," "Welcome to the Black Parade," and "Helena," I think. Um, there was I'm I'm going off the top of my head while a bit inebriated as to what was played. There was uh, <laughs> Stacy's mom. Stacey's mom. I remember that we ended on Mr. Brightside. Um, there was some some Lincoln Park. I think Numb came up. Um, <gasps> I've become so numb. I've become so numb. I can't feel you there. Um, we had definitely some Fallout Boy, some Panic at the Disco, um, some of that sort of thing. What else did we have? What? I'm trying to think what pop punk exists now because most of it showed up. Did you have a Hoover Stank? The reason? I mean, probably. <laughs> something I've listened to. Uh, I we will get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah, it it was just a good. It was a good night of every time a track came on, going, yes. "Oh shit, is that one?" Um, oh, you handed the um, ox cord to the right person on this night. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh. Sorry You're Not a Winner uh, by... Who's that? Oh, it's annoying me that I can't remember. The, the one that goes... At some point, and it does the clap, clap, clap. Enter Shikari, that Enter was Shikari. it. Enter Shikari, Sorry You're Not a Winner came on. A lot of, like, that ilk. Um, we had Tribute by Tenacious D, because of course... Correct. Good, good sing-along tune. Oh. Like, it, it was all the kind of shit where it's just, like, everyone's... Everyone just lit up yeah. for every track. Yeah. Um, uh, I made some new friends. Yeah. Having, having some scream alongs at some some emo tracks. Hell yeah. Really fucking went for it. I was yeah. fucking exhausted when I came out of that room. Is this why you're still a little horse? I'm a little horse. <laughs> yeah. I, I I screamed along with every song that night and it was, I, I, I can 100% place it. It was Welcome to the Black Parade that broke my throat. Um, I was I was up the front with uh, with my friend who I went to CMCR with not that long ago, mm -hmm. and we were just sort of holding each other, screaming at each other. It was <laughs> ah, yeah, I love you, I love you too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good night. I bet. Do you want to tell me about the Hooperstank you listened to? I listened to Hooperstank. That's it. Yeah. I listened to the original and the acoustic version. How's How's Hooperstank? So the <laughs> we should clarify the whole Hooperstank thing. So I have had a mix on my phone for about probably a nearing a decade now. I listen to it probably once or twice a year, 
and it's called something just like pure uplifting hardcore. Yeah. And one of the tracks on it is a hardcore, a happy hardcore remix of Hoobastank, which I was listening to at home one day, and you went, I know that track, it's, um, um, and I'm sitting there just like biting my teeth going, tell me, I've been trying to work this out. no, it wasn't at home, it was, we were in the, we were in the back of the van when we went away to that festival, and you you were listening to it and I was like, oh, I know this song. And you were like, oh, please tell, tell me, me what this song is. What I can't is find track? it anywhere. Yeah, so it was The Reason by Hooverstank. It was. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I was I was like, I definitely know it. I was singing, you were singing the lyrics perfectly. I was like, I, was I like... don't remember the name of this, but I know it well enough to sing it word for word. It also doesn't usually have this beat, but yeah. Yeah. Um, this song from 2003. Yeah, I have now listened to a lot of remixes of the reason by Hooperstank and none of them are that version. So. No. But you 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 I have yeah. enjoyed listening to Hooperstank though. Yeah, yeah. They they are they're a band that um what what if Linkin Park were a little more slow and sad? <laughs> what if they were slightly more chill? Not quite church boys, but you know Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a little more chill. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of band you can take home to meet your family. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe. Uh, I've also listened to, re-listened to the entire American Edit album by Dean Gray, which is a, a remix album, mashup album of, um, I can see you're looking for uh, one of my tracks from later, um, uh, of, uh, Green Day's, uh, American Idiot yeah. album. It's, I don't know, it was a weird time in my life, somebody... Gave a copy to somebody to give to me specifically. They were like, Jane will love this album. I have burnt you a copy. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know what this is or why I have received it, but I shall listen to it. And I have listened to it a lot since then. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a decent album of remixes. There's some good tracks in there. I particularly like, uh, what's the name? Because it is a mashup of um, what's the name and uh, Manic Monday. Ooh, uh, and it just works really well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What about you? Have you listened to anything uh, else? I think that's it for me. What about you? What else have you listened to? Uh, what else have I listened to? Uh, I've listened to a bunch of Welcome to Nightmare because you weren't here, so yeah. I spent all day working, and then it was after I had finished exporting those videos, I went for like a three-hour walk yeah. in a direction I've never been before. Through forests and fields and trees. That is the correct time to listen to Night Vale, right? <laughs> a place you don't know in the middle of the night. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, walk in a direction you don't know very well. You know roughly where you're going. Yeah. You have a vague idea, uh, but you realise it's way more desolate than you thought it was on, on you know, on the... Yeah. A bit. Look, I've been this route on the bus before. Yeah. So I knew roughly where I was going. But there's something really creepy about it at night. <laughs> Not enough to stop me, because on the second night I did the same route but backwards. <laughs> and weirdly, like, the second half of that is mostly along, like, very quiet streets. Yeah. Like, with houses on. Yeah. The way, like, half of the route is just, like, woods and trees and almost very high walls on one side. <laughs> but also, the pathway is set back from the road under a load of trees. So you're, like, no one's going to find the body until the joggers come out. <sighs> um... So the first night I was like, yeah, I'm walking down through the trees. It's very lovely and thing. And I've got Cecil in my ear. And it's this is very cool. We had a story about you. We had some stuff about yeah. the man in the tan jacket. We had Cecil gushing over um, 
the call from, oh, um, from yes. Carlos, lovely, beautiful, wonderful Carlos. It sounds like you've gotten about to where I'm up to yes. on my current listen. About episode 15. Yeah. The second night, I walked the reverse route round, <laughs> starting with all the, the, the streets, and the streets had people on them. Uh-huh. The, streets made the, the streets made me way more anxious than the bit later on. <laughs> also, I started slightly later on in the day. Yeah. Like, the first night I was leaving around 10.30. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, there's a few people. The second night it was like, crap, it's nearly 11, but I need to really need to go for a walk because I haven't done anything. Yeah. Um, so, like, Sunday night I'm out for a walk till nearly 2 a.m. Just like, uh. I mean, look, sometimes you just got to go on a real late night walk to some Night Vale. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, if anything, it made the second night's episode spoopier. Look. And also I have had, so it's, 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 it's usually those, that's, this is the thing I used to do a lot before we lived together. It's just go for long nighttime walks and just look, think about as, stuff. As I've said before, if you want to go on some, <laughs> lo- some long late night walks, I'm up for joining you on long late night walks. I know, but when do we have time? Because you're usually streaming. I mean, I'm usually exhausted. Weekend night times. Yeah, we could do weekend night times. Because, like, look, I I I like a good nighttime walk. It's not so hot as the daytime. It makes yeah. it more. Te- also, there's less people. Yeah, um, it's yeah, just you I, and the night. Well, if we, if we find a nighttime at some point soon, we can yeah. go and do a nice night walk, and I will take you on this weird, spoopy route. Well, until then, I will listen to Night Bell while I swim, <laughs> as has been been my my recent. Way, uh, yes. Um, lovely time listening to Night Vale. Yeah. And um, is that the last thing? Uh, you got at least one more. I've thing. Got, sorry, I got two more. Uh, oh. Lisa Lockheed, run with us. The <gasps> um, the raccoons theme. We've got everything we need. Come with us. We, we are free. free. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful track it's a and lovely I just, track I just wanted to listen I watched the original music video I usually watch the the raccoons intro videos on YouTube yeah. I was like yeah I watched the original music video yeah some interesting choreography <laughs> uh, it was a time um, and the last thing uh, I need to explain this so as you know I edit uh, Final Fantasy 14 videos for Skyrim yeah yeah and uh, there was an episode where there is uh, a bit of plot in the game about yeah. a character whose mother has died. Yes. And Sky just leaves the conversation with the character who's like, my mother has died, but might also be alive, and there's rumour that she's over here. Cool, I'll go and find her. Da-da-da-da, duty started. Cool. And as he's just going off to find the location, just starts singing this song, and I'm like, <sighs> you didn't make that up. Yeah. <laughs> you sang it beautifully. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, so this. So I just typed "Dead Mum's Song" into YouTube, and there it was from yeah. the from the Beetlejuice musical. Yeah, if you're ever curious <laughs> about the Beetlejuice musical, um, you have the version. I may have created the best possible bootleg of that that <laughs> out, that that exists in the world. I uh, know you can't have it because it'd be illegal for me to share it with anyone, but I found found pieces, bits and bobs of it around the internet and smooshed, smooshed them together. together. Uh, I I very much like the Beetlejuice musical. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> but yes, Dead Mom. Tell us about Dead Mom. Um, it's a song about like feeling connected to somebody who's no longer there. Yeah, is that a fair description? Of I it? I think so. I yeah. think so. And and trying to work out sort of where you stand with someone that you no longer can have a conversation with, and and also the fact that the the people who are still with you can be a bit 
distant, perhaps, yeah. and you don't feel as connected to yeah. other people as, and as. Still finding some solace in the relationship you have with that person who's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Beetlejuice musical has some fantastic, hilarious, very catchy tracks. Um, the one it open well, it basically like the first ma- one of the first major songs in it is called "The Whole Being Dead Thing." Very fucking catchy. Excellent. Um, it's very good. Um, uh, what what are some of the ones I really like? Um, Say My Name is really good. Um, Fright of Their Lives is really neat. Um, yeah, there's the, the, the Beetlejuice musical is really good. We shall have to it's, watch that at some point. If, if you're if up for it, at, weekend. if you're up for it at some point, I've I've got it watchable. Uh, was that everything you listened to? That's everything well, I've listened everything to. That's everything I've listened to. <gasps> well then, under this. Right, so uh, I don't know if you've been made aware, but they are making a new Halloween movie. Another one. Oh, yes. Jamie yes, Lee, yes still yes. Jamie Lee Curtis, still Michael Myers at this point. You yes. thought they'd have just kissed and made up or something. Oh, yeah. Or yes, at least yes, yes. had a, just a firm, hearty handshake and just gone. It's clearly not working for both of us. Clearly, it'd be better if we left each other alone and just got on with our lives. Exactly, exactly. You thought that, but um, they're still going. So I thought maybe we could redo like our slasher movie oh. from the eighties, and we'll just you know just keep recycling them into different scenarios. Well, I thought we'd done all the scenarios we could realistically put our sort of slasher story into. Have you got any sort of suggestions? We'll get the ball rolling. Well, we've done the future one. I think we did one that was set in the past, but all done as flashbacks of something else. We've done the cop drama. We've done, uh, I think there was a whole series that we did that were just uh, sort of uh, 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 early 90s cartoon series well, with, with a slasher. We did a well, whole toy range for well, that. How about this? We, we could do one um, um, in, a, in a prison. Oh, oh, yes, 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 I like that. What about one of those um, party items like Ibiza or something? Oh, yes, oh, that would be wonderfully uh, sort of discordant. Yeah, uh, we, no, could, no. we could do one on a sort of... Arctic research facility. Oh, yeah, so like a whole isolation thing. Where's yes, the slasher? Oh, they're in the snow, probably. Probably in the snow, yes. Maybe uh, they burst out of snowman at some point. Well, if we're going to do one with the snow, we could do a follow-up with a mountain ski resort. Once again, they're in the snow. They're in the snow. Like, or maybe maybe at the end of the, the Arctic one, somehow they get turned into just liquefied into the water and then they've precipitated up into the air they've, 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 they're in the water cycle and then they've snowed down in, in Aspen or something and now oh, this slasher from the sky I, I, think that, I think that the main way we differentiate those two is that in the mountain ski resort one we have, uh, we have at some point there's just a snowman and then oh no they jumped out of the snowman which you probably wouldn't do at the arctic research facility well, I don't know it probably gets quite boring on the Arctic you know, uh, maybe, but we've got to have a differentiator and this is the fun one they jump out of ah, yes, the snowman yes. I see so a serious one in the prison fun one on the party island serious one in the Arctic fun one in the mountain ski resort so next one's going to be a serious one so a serious one at a music festival oh yes well, like, like a folk festival I suppose if you want to oh, make it yes, serious yes. Or maybe of... a death metal. Oh. Maybe that's it. We get like a little oh, a death metal band going on. I see. Yeah, yes. there's, maybe there's like a you know, like we get one of those stage bands that throw lots of blood, fake blood around, and oh, actually it was the slasher, and actually someone, someone did really get murdered on stage. Ooh. Ooh. 
Uh, what about uh, what about uh, another a fun one? A yoga retreat. Oh, we could have it so, so every time relaxing. they try to try to do the slash, one of them does like, oh, I do sort of sideways dog I pose and the slash missed. Oh, what fun! Just yeah, what just fun. like a fun comedy of errors there. Uh, in a Walmart. Oh, that'd be that'd be that'd be a serious one, I think. Oh, I think so. Very serious indeed. You never know when you've been in a, in a Walmart. And there's very um, few places to hide other than in the sort of chilled section, and then oh no, it's back to being in a cold place. That was very dangerous. Oh, in the last slasher one. just comes comes careening through like one of those big pyramids of of cereal. Or oh something. no! Oh yes, uh, you have to sort of hide in the middle of the clothing the circular clothing rail. Exactly. And what about a buttons? Oh, oh yes, oh yes, uh, yeah, sort of sort of. Uh, have a, have a oh have a scene where they try to do the slashing while they're taking a tandem bike ride through a random forest. There's nothing else to be doing at a Butlins. I thought Butlins was the one with like like a little arcades. And... Is, is is it not both? I I don't know. I've never been to a Butlins. Uh, I thought they had sort of a bit a bit of both. Uh, maybe. Ah okay. Well, we've got maybe other... I've confused it with the Pontins. Oh, maybe it is a Pontins. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never been to either, but I hear that this. Is... Holiday villages. Holiday villages. Well, I mean, look, either either is a holiday. Fairy look, if we make an amalgam thing. of the two, make it a right, holiday right. village. We do a murder. We do many murders there. Right. Well, while we're on the like the whole subject of that sort of thing, what about a centre park? <gasps> Oh, that's the... definitely like cycling and, and oh, that is definitely towards. cycling. Is it? Well, while we're on the theme of parks, just a theme park. A theme park. Slash on a roller coaster. Uh, someone's queuing up for the roller coaster. The slasher is on the roller coaster going by and just cuts their head off as they're going in the queue. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You're, you do a loop-de-loop and you look down below you and at the bottom of the loop is the slasher and at the top of the loop is you. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to just run straight into the, the slashy thing. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, what about a model village? Uh, are we talking full-size people or just sla- murdering people. the tiny people in the, in the little... <laughs> <laughs> You just have a big person jumping off the tiny little model heads. <laughs> what if uh, a load of people have been cursed somehow by uh, some sort of entirely different magic spell unrelated to the slasher, oh, and the slasher is now giant and chasing them all around the model village, uh, oh. trying to cut their heads off? I bloody love that one. That is my favourite yet. Uh, uh, yes, uh, have you got any others? Um, well, what about Bracknell? Oh, I mean, that's pretty horrific. I know, right? This is about as uh, dour a place as I can imagine. There are a few roundabouts, yeah, I imagine they could probably, um... I mean, you could probably outrun the the, 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 the slash forever to round, at, at the big, sort of big roundabout. Ah, well, that's what you think, and then all of a sudden they just appear in front of you because apparently they maybe, maybe they stopped oh, while a, you were running around. Oh, there was a the, shortcut oh. in the roundabout I didn't realise I was just doing in circles. Okay, and then what if we'd like finish that whole batch off with like one of those just like tropical beach episodes? I think that's a, bl- a film. I think that's a bloody wonderful idea. Well, I think we'll we'll get get moving on those, and I think we should have enough uh, enough in us to keep going until at least twenty twenty three. Oh, wonderful! Oh, it was really nice of them to uh, invite us over for, yeah. for dinner tonight, and I know they're really anxious about hosting and stuff, yeah. but. Oh, I think they. It seemed like that they felt that you know we'd hosted dinner parties a yeah. lot, and and you two hosted dinner parties a lot recently. So yeah. I guess uh, you know had to to yeah. try and fit in on the social level. You know, I hope yeah. they haven't gone too far. Yeah, far it, though. You know, I hope I hope that they've you know that 
they're do- doing something that that they'll that they'll be comfortable. Yeah. 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 Oh hi, you know. Uh, do you want to come in? Uh, oh yes. Uh, would you like a drink, maybe? Oh, uh, yes, yes, please. Yes, okay. Uh, we have uh, um, we have the the black currant and apple squash. Uh, yeah, that sounds lovely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you like ice. Oh yes, please. Uh, now you want uh straw? Oh, silicon or metal? Oh, options. Um, oh, those main. I've just seen the rainbow one. Uh, the metal ones look rainbow. Th- those look lovely. Okay, oh, okay. Nice. Uh, what squash for you? Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just go get your drinks. If you want to sit at the table, dinner it will be ready in just a moment. Oh, uh, lovely. Uh, what What are we? Uh, what are we having? Well, it's a. Uh, it's a bed of spaghetti hoops. Ooh, uh, with uh, uh-huh. alpha bites, the, the, uh, the little potato yeah, yeah, alphabet yeah, shapes, uh-huh. and uh, well, a, a specialty of ours, dino nuggies. Uh, uh-huh. Now, do you want ketchup? We do have other sources, but um, we've got... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, y- yeah, sh- yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, and don't worry, there's ice cream to follow. Okay. This is um, not what I expected. No. I mean... I didn't know adults were allowed to eat this stuff. Yeah, I thought we had to eat things that were boring and and, and, and plain and bland. I I thought we'd have to have children before we could justify eating this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I know that there's no technical reason we can't, but also... I hadn't considered dino nuggies and alpha bites and spaghetti hoops and ice cream. I hadn't considered this. I considered this was an option, and here we are just having it. Yeah. You, you... Everything okay for everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dino nuggets. No, no, go for it. <laughs> do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors? Yeah. Right, Larry. All right, Larry. How you doing? Oh, mate. I've uh, having a bit of dental problem. <laughs> How yeah. you doing? It's... Oh, sorry to hear. Uh... Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I uh, made the mistake of uh, getting an argument on the internet. Oh, I know, just a little short one. I walked away before it got to, uh, before I lost my day to it. But, uh, yeah, had, a, had an interesting argument with someone who, uh, you know, uh, spouted one of those talking points you see come up sometimes. The old, uh, you know, when I went to school, the uh, the textbooks uh, textbooks said there was only there was only men and women, and there was no it didn't say anything about gays or transes or whatever. You I know, mean, partly because that was illegal. Well, I mean, this is this is the point I brought up to him because, like, you know, there's a lot of ground you can fight that on, in, in, you know, simplification of things that are taught to youth yeah. and whatnot. And just because you learnt it when you were six years old doesn't mean that it is the be all and end all. Yeah, I mean, there's, teach- there's plenty. You know, if you want, you want to take purely from a scientific perspective, I know plenty of uh, you know chemists that will tell you that atoms do yeah. not normally you know sit like that like they do on the page exactly firstly we that's a three-dimensional thing we teach on. simplified versions and then reteach it later with more detail as people grow but yeah, yeah point i made because this person i was talking to happened to be from the uk and i was like 
when, roughly when did you go to school? Because uh, was it during section? Because I'm like, look, depending on when it was, judging by your age, I'm going to guess it was probably during section 28. You do realise at the time that you went to school, it was literally illegal. There were laws on the books in the UK that made it illegal to say like that anything other than cishet people existed. Like you know, every other problem aside, do you realise that it was literally illegal to, for you to be taught? that there was more than than what you were taught and that that might have an impact on on you know section 28 might have had an impact on your opinion of what did or did not exist yeah, growing did, up did they have much come back to that i mean you know they sort of dodged the uh dodged the oh, question course, as they course, always course. do but which means they didn't actually want the answer they no, were just looking no, for a fight exactly which is why i didn't you know i didn't yeah. i didn't stick with it because it's clear they weren't looking for an answer but like so often when people say that i'm like you you do realise that like there is a good chance your bigotry is a direct response of Section Twenty Eight and the fact that you grew up in an era where you could not be taught at a young age that people like me existed and that was a normal thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Like and and you know the, yeah. the simplification thing because yeah. we talk about certain you know we we give base rules for things like even base rules for spelling like yeah. uh, I before, I before e, except, except after, after C, C. Which, and like, there are so many exceptions to that there rule. are so many exce- like it's not that there are more exceptions than things that fit the rule but it's surprisingly it's like, close hey if you want to learn to spell stuff yeah. maybe most of the time assume this yeah. assume this or you know you might hear like uh, the letter U always comes after the letter Q except yeah. in certain exceptions and a lot of times in languages other than yeah. English for example oh absolutely yeah, Things I, are taught... I think uh, Chinese when, when it's yeah. uh, Romanized uh, spellings yeah. you get a lot of like QIs rather than QUIs exactly and these things are taught as like hard and fast rules except they are not hard and fast rules no. and just again just because you were taught something when you were like six, seven, eight years old does not mean there is not more complexity to it in the fact that like, well, when I was at school, we were taught, yeah, you were taught a simplified version of shit because you were an, you were a child expected not, to learn things later. And not only that, you know, the, the empire was still very fresh in people's in minds, you know, especially in like the, the 70s. Oh, God. Like, yeah. I remember when I, oh, I was young, my dad told me, oh, when I went to school, you only needed one colour to... Uh, one colour crayon to colour in the world, and that was pink, because that's the colour they used to colour the map I mean, for the British Empire. I mean, look, we're, we're going to get this uh, resurfacing not long from now, because we're getting the whole... Uh, all the discussions are banning of discussions of critical race theory and uh, yeah. attempts to not discuss, uh, like, the, the racist history of America, for example. We're going to yeah. have generations that are going to grow up and go... Well, I wasn't taught that at school. When I was taught about the Civil War or us coming to America, I was taught this at school. It's like, yeah, you were taught wrong for reasons of simplification or bigotry or trying to hide... Yeah, propaganda, trying to hide a country's bad past or just trying to control a, a, a group's existence. Whatever the reason... The things you're taught when you are very young are not the be-all and end-all. I was trying to teach you nationalism so you'd be a good little yeah. puppy. That's, uh, your, that's your hug. I would love one, mate. Yeah. Ah, good hug, mate. Good hug. Good hug. Right, I think I'll uh, go and have a bit of a lie down. I think so too. I think so too. Nice, nice.
we mentioned it before, but let's mention it again. <gasps> you wrote a book. You done a book. I what done. Has happened? I done did a book. You did. I done. I did. Yeah, me and my dysphoria monster. It's an illustrated children's book that tries to talk about um, gender dysphoria and uh, a, a version of the dysphoric trans experience through a child-appropriate lens, either for you know children who are trans who might you know be trying to find words to explain to people around them what they're going through. Or useful for adults who are trans who have young people in their life and want to go, hey, I need language to explain to you what I'm going through. This me. This me. Hopefully this helps you understand what me do. Yeah. Uh, that's out now. It's out now. It's out now. Now, now, um, now. Now, now, now. Uh, also, more books. Um, who Hunts the Whale? Yeah. Uh, the supporter list is closed. Uh, but you can still pre-order it. You can still pre-order it. Uh, you can still get some of the backer rewards, I think, but you just can't get your name in the back of the book now because the book's getting ready to get printed. Yeah. It's all happening. We're typesetting it. We're putting all the words together. Oh, it's going to be a physical book before you know it. We don't have uh... a publicly announced release date that I know of yet, but I might Google and just see, is it listed online? I think it's on the on the Unbound page. Uh, do, has it been announced? Do we know? Have we I don't s- know if it's been announced. Oh, there, okay, Google. Google apparently knows when it's coming out. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, Google apparently knows when it's coming out, so oh. I won't say it here, because I don't, I don't know whether we're meant to say it or not, but if you Google who wants the whale, there sure is an expected release date that huh. Google throws up. Well, it... Mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, genre, science fiction, fantasy, comedy. <laughs> I guess. Um, genre, genres, uh, genres are always interesting, but uh, uh-huh. yeah. Well, that's that's the first time I've seen the Google card for the book. Uh, hang on, sorry, I just want to click this. What happens if? Yeah, uh, author. <laughs> I'm an author. Yeah. Ah, weird. Yeah, you you were you're on Barnes and Noble. What? Yeah, yeah, you're oh. on Barnes and Noble. There's an episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers that comes up. Weird. I never yeah. Google myself because. Wait, no, I'm on, Dice, I'm on the Dice Punk wiki. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because you appeared on a on a on couple one of shot. episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah he, I, 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 yes, you now have an author card. I usually dare not Google myself. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I've heard about you googling I yourself, and it sounded horrible. I wouldn't recommend people Google themselves. But <laughs> if someone Googles your name, it now comes up with, "Oh yeah, did you mean Jane Eris Magnet author? author? Yeah, <laughs> the dyslexic <laughs> author who never thought she'd make anything of herself. <laughs> oh. Well, here she is." Oh. And also, I've got another book that's just been greenlit, beep, 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 and I can't beep. say much more than that. But I know what uh, what my next book after Who Hunts the Whale is going to be now. I mean, um, you've sort of talked about it on Twitter I mean, in a kind of. I mean, I might, I might have put out a, a re retweeted a call out the other day on Twitter for contributors to a collaborative project of some kind, mm. and that might be a fairly good guess as to what I'm working mm, on. Um, so I've got four months to write a book. Yep. I need to start on that at some point. Oh, it's going to be fine. What about you? Where are you on the internet? Where am I on the internet? Uh, Linktr.ee. That's Linktree. But the, there's a dot between the tr and the ee. Uh, dot, uh, Linktr.ee slash Janiac. J-A-N-E-I-A-C. You can find links to my Patreon. Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. You can find links to my t-shirts on Redbubble. You could get a very relatable horse or the neurospiciness chart. You could get uh, all sorts of things. I make music under the name Bedroom Programmer. I do all sorts of silly things. I edit this show. I edit uh, stuff for Skyen. If you go and watch any of the Final Fantasy uh, 14 episodes 
after episode 30. I, I have edited those. There are bits of comedy that I have added into the things. Check them out, why not? I enjoy them very much. I recently spent two hours masking out a character from an entirely different show to put in an episode of that. Please go and watch it and justify my existence. Yay! Um, yeah, I think that's everything for me. Well, Laura, will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger. Is it a real person? Oh no, maybe not. Uh, I would watch that nonsense premise where they got shrunk down, died in the model village, print the murderer. The village is having a bad week. Ding ding ding. You could you could do an escape sequence on the tiny model train. <laughs> Slashes just like... hide in the tiny train tunnel where the slasher can't reach because it's too small a tunnel for them to get <laughs> their finger in. Po- poking the, the point of their machete down. <laughs> like, it won't go in the hole. <laughs> I want this film now. Someone make it. Maybe we should make it. <laughs>